Yo, fellas, ladies, it's Anthony K. Double, and it's story time. See, I'm bringing back the classic love songs, the classic slow jams, and the old damn, do you remember this sound? And all this to paint a picture, a picture of a story. Believe it or not, a true story. So ladies, pour yourself a glass of wine. Fellas, pour yourself a glass of cognac. Sit back, relax, by yourself, with your friends or your significant other, no matter. Experience the oohs and ahs as the plot twist hit home. A whirlwind of emotions. I didn't see that coming style confusion. It's bedtime stories. And this is an AKD production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bedtime Stories. This episode is supported by Elegance Artist Management for all your artist management needs. London on Sunday is the only place to be on a Sunday night. And Papa L's Kitchen for all your Afrobrick cuisine. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials at BS by AKD on everything. A big shout out to Touchmark Studios where this episode is recorded. And this episode is entitled Computer Love. Enjoy. Yet another night, Simon's grabbing a pillow and spare sheets and heading for the sofa bed. It's been yet another argument in what seems to be an endless cycle of arguments between Simon and Maya. The following morning, Simon texts Maya. I can't keep doing this with you. You think I like arguing all the time? I'm not saying that. For some reason, we just can't seem to get along at the moment. I don't know what it is, but it's really wearing me down. What is it? Is it me? Something I'm doing? Saying what? We've both got issues. I'm not going to just pin it on you. No one's exactly doing anything wrong, but we just seem to constantly clash. It's upsetting because although I love you, I don't like you very much at the moment. All this arguing makes it hard to be around you. Wow. I'm not trying to be hurtful. I'm just saying how I feel. Maybe this relationship has run its course. What? How can you say that? It's clearly not working out. I'm just trying to be logical about the whole thing. I... Are you breaking up with me? Look, you're an amazing girl and I love you. We have something special and we've had some amazing times together. Memories that I'll keep forever. And I don't want that to get tarnished by us dragging this out until all that's left is bad memories. So you are breaking up with me? Why does it have to be one person breaking up with the other? We're just rationalising the situation and coming to a mutual decision. Well, right now, it feels like you are making the decision for the both of us. I just think we should call it a day while we still love each other and not wait till we hate each other and can no longer stand each other. It will be a shame considering all the good times we've had. So what now? I don't know. I guess we take some time apart to process it all and decide how we move forward from there. I can go to my brother's for a couple of weeks to give you your space. Maya's understandably very upset. As bad as things were, she never thought that they'd actually be breaking up. So she invites her girls over to console her and talk it over. I'm so sorry, babe. Yeah, me too. I say good riddance. Priscilla! Priscilla! What? I was never a fan, sorry. And don't you start fronting now, Natalie. You didn't like him, neither. I never said I didn't like him. I just said he was a little standoffish. And Simone only likes him because they have the same name. Come on, girls. This isn't exactly what Mai wants to hear right now. It's okay. So how do you feel about it all, babe? I guess it's for the best. It's just a shock to the system, that's all. So what's going to happen now with the flat and all that? I don't know. One of us is going to have to move out. Okay, 
So you make a move out, and while you're at it, I'm available if you're looking for a new roommate. Priscilla! Priscilla! What? She's going to need someone to help cover the rent, and I'm trying to move out my mum's. I haven't even thought that far ahead yet. I'm still coming to terms with it all. Well, we're all here for you. Thanks, girls. It's been two weeks, and Simon and Maya meet up to put a line under things. It's a shame I had to come to this, but I'll always love you. Please don't say that. You're not helping. You may be ready to let go, but I still wanted to try. Believe it or not, I'm hurting too, Maya. But eventually you'll see us for the best. Whatever, Simon. <sighs> well, I don't want you to be inconvenienced or stressed any more than you already are. So I'll move out and you can keep the flat. I'll still pay my share for the next three months to give you enough time to find another roommate. You don't have to do that. I do. And if you need anything, ever, call me. I only ever want the best for you and it kills me to see you hurt but I clearly don't make you happy anymore, and you deserve that. Thank you. Although, I don't see how you can tell me what I deserve. My heart's in the right place, Maya. Believe me. Simon packs up all his things and loads them into his car. He gets his final bits and pieces, drops the keys on a dining table, and heads for the door. Simon, wait. Yeah? Maya grabs Simon and begins kissing him. Maya, what are you doing? I know we're done, but I just wanted one last memory. Can you do that for me? <sighs> I'd love to. Simon and Maya proceed to a night of extravagant romance. There was a bubble bath, candles, music, massages, followed by a relentless lovemaking session. So go Two rounds and three hours later. How long do you think till you can go again? What, again? I want your best. I want you to give me an unforgettable night. <laughs> because Lord knows when I'm going to have sex again. I think I'm done, Maya. You're not done until I'm all sexed out. You said anything I need. Yeah? Well, right now, this is what I need. Once again, they make love that lasts well into the middle of the night, until they are both totally spent. They fall asleep in each other's arms. But then Simon wakes up at the crack of dawn and slips out, leaving a note behind on the bedside table. Over the next few weeks, Maya ostracizes herself from everyone and throws herself into her work as she tries to deal with her breakup. Her friends, however, are beginning to get worried because week after week she declines all invitations from her girls to meet up. Hey girl, we're all going to the cinema. Do you want to come? Not really, Nat, but thanks for asking. Hey babe, we're all going for drinks tomorrow night. Do you want to come with? No thanks, Sim. Maybe next time. What's good are you, chick? We're all going to LOS tonight and you know it's going to be hotties galore. You're coming? I'll pass. Thanks. But eventually... Maya works her way out of her funk and is ready to face the world again, just in time for Natalie's birthday dinner. It's so good to see you out again. Yeah, girl. Sorry I've been MIA, no pun intended. So you're finally over that visit? I don't know about all that, but I'm definitely doing better than I was. When he moved out, I was crushed. Hmm. You had goodbye sex, didn't you? Priscilla! Priscilla! What? Tell me your name. Maya sits there silently and sips her drink, avoiding any eye contact. <laughs> See, I told you. Maya! Maya! 
what? He was looking good. I was feeling vulnerable. I thought it would put a nice cap on things. Besides, who knows when I'm going to get some next. You guys know how hard it is for me to get comfortable enough with someone to get intimate. And then I suggest you allocate a portion of your salary to fresh batteries. Fresh batteries? Most good vibrators are battery operated, babe. Hey, unless it's that Hitachi magic wand. I don't own a vibrator. You don't? I've never had a need for one. I'm surprised you've got one, Sim. The lie, Miss Goody Two Shoes. Look, don't judge a book by its cover. Sometimes you've got to take matters into your own hands. So, where do I get one of those then? Don't worry, I got you, chick. So, do you think you're ready to start dating again? I don't know. I just focused on me right now. My career, my fitness, I'm getting my emotions in check. Well, I think getting a roommate will be a wise financial decision. I don't think that will be good for your friendship. <laughs> okay, listen, A and B conversation yet, you know the rest. Chris actually has a good point. I love my place, but it's a bit of a stretch trying to cover the rent and all those bills by myself. Done deal. I'll be at your house first thing tomorrow morning. What have I got myself into? Priscilla moves into Maya's place, which puts her in a prime position to see how Maya is coping with the breakup and if she's really moving on. A few weeks later, the girls meet up at Festac Bar for drinks. So how's the dating going? Any guys on the scene? A few here and there, but nothing serious. <coughs> Liar. Shh, you. This chick is married to her laptop. They're forever gazing into each other's eyes. I'm making real headway towards this promotion, so I'm focused on my work right now. Maybe that way I can afford to have this spy move out of my place. Sounds like excuses to me. It's not. Where would I even meet someone right now? Most of my time is spent at work, and if I'm not there, I'm at home or at the gym. Aren't there any cute guys at the office? That's an absolute no-no. I don't date people I work with. What about the gym? There are always cute guys at the gym. <laughs> Ew. I refuse to be a statistic at my gym. They're all over each other like rabbits in there. Have you ever turned off your music and actually listened to one of the conversations the guys have when they think you can't hear them? Disgusting. And I'm signing up tomorrow. <laughs> well, since you're on your computer so much, have you considered online dating? <laughs> That's desperate. And you don't know what type of weirdo you're talking to on the other side. You're calling me desperate? You do internet dating? It's called online dating, love, and yes, I do. Wow. And... Aren't you worried that the guy could be some serial killer or something? It's a very different time since you were last dating. Everyone is busy and we spend a lot of our time online, so it's convenient to date online. Plus, you have a much bigger pool to pick from and you can put in what you're looking for and potential husbands are right there at your fingertips. Nat has got a point, babe. Online dating doesn't have the same stigma attached to it. Everyone does it and it's so much easier to find someone you're actually compatible with. I don't know. What have you got to lose? Yeah, just give it a try. You never know, you might find Mr. Right. And at the very least, you find Mr. Right now. A few dates will help you loosen up. Yep, or you might find someone to blow your back out. Priscilla! <laughs> Priscilla! What? How do I even go about doing that? What site do I go on? What picture do I use? Don't worry, girl, we got you. The girls all finish their drinks and hop in a cab and head to Maya's place to put her profile together. It was like something out of a fashion shoot. Hair, makeup, lighting, outfit changes, multiple cameras, creative director orchestrating all the poses and a full 
post-photo shoot editing session. All this trouble just for a profile? Yeah, girl. You've got to put your best foot forward. We need your picture flawless and undeniable. And what happens when they turn up to the date expecting to see Beyonce? And <laughs> Maya turns up. <laughs> what happens when you get home tomorrow and the locks are changed? <laughs> OK, OK, OK. Whatever, chick. You know I'm right. All done. Now what? Now you put in your preferences and wait for the site to match you. OK, OK. But Maya is being extremely difficult, making her preferences very specific and finding fault with all matches presented to her. Maya, darling, you have to give this a chance. You can't be so dismissive. You said it was a bigger pool and it could match me, so why should I settle? Well, in that case, at least open up your match radius beyond London. Listen, if you can find me someone that ticks all the boxes, I'm willing to travel to the other side of the world. But lo and behold... Found one. Good work, girl. Let's see. He's in America. Yeah, but he ticks all the boxes. All, all of, of them. them. Every last one down to the extra ones. Over six foot with a good physique? Yep. Milk chocolate complexion with a beard and hazel eyes? Yep. Works in IT? Yep. Never been married and no kids? Yup. Taurus? Yep. Typical black American name? Yep, Tyrell. Let me see that. Oh wow, she's right, Maya. He's perfect for you and he's looking sexy now. Very handsome. So what do I do now? Travel to the other side of the pond to claim your prize. We'll send them a message saying, hey. Hey. Hey, beautiful. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you. How about yourself? Well, being a Friday, I was already in a good mood, but now that you've popped up on my screen, I'm in a great mood. <laughs> Flattered. Maya's friends coach her through the whole introduction phase of the internet dating. What to say, what questions to ask. And this carries on for a couple of hours, and then they close out the conversation. It's getting pretty late over here, so I'm going to log off now. Okay. It was great talking to you, and I uh, hope to hear from you again soon. I'm sure you will. Night, Maya. Good night, Tyrell. Maya wasn't sure about how she felt about it all. She liked the idea of Tyrell, but the situation didn't seem tangible. It didn't seem real. But she was happy to look at it as a friendly distraction, even if nothing else. And also the hope that the her ideal perfect man actually existed. The following evening, while Maya was once again working away on her laptop, a message pops up. Hey, Maya, are you there? Maya sees the message and panics. Why all the yelling, chick? Tyrell just messaged me. What do I say? Whatever you want to say. We're not always going to be there to coach you through it. The sooner you put across your real personality, the better. You're right. You're right. Plus, if it doesn't work out, who cares? He's in America anyway. <laughs> Maya sends a message back. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I can't stop thinking about the conversation we had yesterday. I didn't think I could have so much in common with someone from a whole different continent. Me either. To be honest with you, I still can't believe I'm even on a dating site. <laughs> I guess this is pretty strange for you, huh? If only you knew. Actually, can I let you in on something? For sure, shoot. My friends were the ones that put me up to this. Put this profile together and everything. After my breakup, they thought I was taking too long to get back out there and not making an effort to meet anyone. No <laughs> word. Maybe you weren't ready. Breakups can be rough. It was rough. But I just wanted to work on me and be happy in my own skin for a while. Can't argue with that. It's always good to work on loving yourself. Because if not, how can you expect anyone else to? I know, right? Well, my girls weren't having none of it. And I'll let you in on another secret. 
They were the ones doing all the communicating yesterday. Man, what? So was any of that stuff yesterday even true? It was all true what was said about me, but all the questions asked was all them. I wouldn't even have known where to start. So how many of y'all I'm talking to now? Just me. All right, cool. So Maya, why did you and your boyfriend break up? Did he cheat? No. Did you cheat? God, no. I would never. Sorry, man. I'm just struggling to figure out what would make a guy let go of a fine-ass career woman that got her own. Or maybe you one of them crazy girls. <laughs> Is you crazy girl? <laughs> no, not even. Then what happened? That's if you don't mind me asking. No, it's cool. Maya details all the events and situations surrounding her breakup. And although she's usually quite private about her personal fears, the virtual aspect of their relationship coupled with his humorous nature, of course, him being located on the other side of the continent made Maya feel like she could be as open as she wanted without consequence. Sorry to say, Maya, but your ex-boyfriend is a cornball. <laughs> How so? His reasons for wanting to break up are lame. Because surely you fight for the things that you want. I would, just like you were willing to do. True. And him leaving you the apartment and all the other BS he offered you at the end were all just to ease his guilty conscience. Our relationships have peaks and troughs, and unless they're extreme, you just work through them, not give up. Peaks and troughs. Very apt way to put it. I've never really thought of it in that way before, but it's so accurate. Well, enough about him. I don't want the basis of our conversation to be about another man. Besides, it's his loss, and it has ultimately led me to you. Yes, it has. I can tell you one thing, if I had any doubts about you being new to this, I don't anymore. Well, I'm definitely not perfect, but a liar I'm not. Truth be told, I'm usually very close about my personal business. I don't know if it's the distance or the fact that I don't know you that well, but I don't have the same reservations about opening up to you. I get it. Sound like a therapist. Sort of. Although therapy isn't something we really... From talking to Maya further, Tyrell slowly starts to realise that the reason Maya has no problem being so open is because she doesn't see any real future with them. So I gotta ask, what is it you're looking for? I don't know. I haven't given it much thought. I didn't think I was looking for anything, but here I am talking to you. I only ask because I want to manage expectations on both sides. Of course. Realistically, what do you see this becoming? What would you like from it? A pen pal? A virtual escape? Or are you open to this becoming something real? With my realistic hat on, I'd have to say pen pal. Ordinarily, this is where I'd terminate the connection because I think it would be disingenuous and insensitive of me to carry on knowing I was looking for something more. But I think it would be kind of cool to have a pen pal from the UK. Over the next few weeks, Maya and Tyrell talk regularly online and even on the phone. But what Maya didn't realise is that her ability to be open with Tyrell and vice versa made her develop some very real feelings for a relationship that was supposed to be virtual. One evening, all the girls meet up at Maya's place for a movie night. Hey Maya, can I use a laptop quickly please? I just need to sign up some of my marketing work. Yeah girl, cool. As Simone opens up Maya's laptop, she sees an open conversation box with Tyrell. Uh, babe, I didn't know you were still talking to Tyrell. Oh crap, I forgot to close that down. Give me that. Oh, that's great, let me see. <sighs> Girls, come on. I don't want you guys to make a big deal out of this. We're just... Talking. Yeah, talking every day. Yeah, and the conversation I read seemed pretty deep. Like you guys tell each other 
everything. Please. Maya is sprung and she won't admit it. The amount of times I've had to sit on this very sofa and watch her smile and giggle to herself like a 12-year-old when she's talking to this guy. No, I don't. So, you have feelings for him then? No, I don't. Okay, you can lie to us, just don't lie to yourself because if you do, one day those feelings are going to overwhelm you and you will vomit them out all at once and scare him away because he doesn't know where they came from. During the movie, Maya ponders over what her girls had said and begins to analyse how she really feels about Tyrell. At the end of the night, after Natalie and Simone had left and Priscilla had turned in for the night, Maya gave Tyrell a call. Hey, Ty. Hey, Maya. How was your night with the girl? It was good. We watched a movie, drank some wine, had a good catch-up. You know the usual stuff. Okay. Did they ask about me? <laughs> it's funny you ask, actually, because my friend Simone saw our conversation when she was using my laptop. Oh, word. Damn, I'm just trying to think back to our conversation. I hope I ain't say anything too wild. No, it was cool. Nothing to be embarrassed about. Hey, you got a MacBook, right? Yeah, why? I figured we'd FaceTime. I mean, we always message each other or talk on the phone, but I thought it would be nice to talk face-to-face. -face. Well, kind of face-to-face. -face. Uh, I guess so. Maya and Tyrell exchange FaceTime details as Maya logs onto her laptop awaiting a video call. Hey there. Hey. Maya says, all shy and self-conscious. Don't get all shy on me now, girl. Ain't no different to when we message each other. <laughs> Except now, instead of words, you got the hottest chocolate on your screen. <laughs> You're such a clown. There you go, see? It's not so bad. And just like that, Tyrell broke the ice, and Maya was back in a place where she felt comfortable and free. But this was a new dynamic, and it gave Tyrell a chance to see Maya's mannerisms, facial expressions and little quirks. It also gave Maya the opportunity to see the same. They gave each other the grand tour of their respective living spaces, food brands that they use, as well as the programs they like to watch. This has been so much fun. I know, right? I feel more connected to you now. For real, I can actually place you when we talk now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ty. Yeah? Are you seeing anyone? Say what? Are you dating anyone at the moment? Where the hell did that come from? I'm sorry. After the talk with my girls earlier and the conversation we just had, I realised I have to stop lying to myself. What are you saying, Mike? I think I'm falling for you. You've got to be kidding me. I know. I'm sorry. I'm flattered. Believe me, I am. But I thought you said you just wanted a buddy across the pond. That is what I wanted. And now? I want more. I think I want to see where this goes. Do I get a choice? Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be so presumptuous. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't sweat it. We can see where this goes. Great. So... So what? Are you seeing anyone at the moment? We back to this, huh? I just want to... What is it you said? Manage expectations. <laughs> okay, I see you got jokes, huh? <laughs> well, I got an arrangement or two. Nothing serious, though. 
I guess that was to be expected. A man's got needs. Last time I checked, women had needs too. And like me, those women have lots of fresh batteries. Fresh bat? Oh, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> I'm going to turn my screen around while I get changed. But keep talking, I can hear you. Maya turns her screen around and begins getting undressed. I love how every now and again you do something to remind me that you really are new to this internet thing. How do you mean? I can see through the mirror. Oh my God! <laughs> Maya is mortified and immediately hits the deck. I can still see you. Then look away! I'm trying, but I can't. I'm mesmerized. Maya quickly puts on her nightdress and returns to the screen. <laughs> You're such a pervert. It's not the way playing court. You stripped off in front of me. God, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know why. Your body is amazing. <laughs> thank you, I guess. No, thank you. Well, now you have to show me yours. Say what? You've seen my body, so I want to see yours. <laughs> take off your clothes. Girl, please, you ain't saying nothing. You must take me for one of those shy guys. <laughs> Tyrell strips down to just these boxes, and Maya is pleasantly surprised. I had no idea you were hiding such an athletic physique under all those clothes. I try, you know, I be hitting the gym every now and then. And that's a very impressive package you have there. <laughs> oh, and I'm the pervert. <laughs> Maya begins to get very aroused and her body makes it evident. Hey, Maya. Yeah? Is it cold where you are? No, why? Because your nipples are trying to poke my eyes out. Oh, really? Maya senses where the conversation is going and in a bout of confidence rises gallantly to the occasion. Maya stands up, turns around and walks to her bed as she takes her top off. She turns around, sits at the foot of her bed and begins to play with her breasts. your little friend is at full attention. Oh, right now you have everybody's full attention. Don't you worry about that. Good. Now lose the boxes. Tyrell honours her request and strips off his boxes. Oh, hello. Damn, why do you have to be so far away? You took the words right out of my mouth. Why? What would you do if you were here? Tyrell starts to very explicitly detail all the things that he'd like to do to her as he watches her act them out on herself with the help of her toys while he simultaneously pleasures himself. This goes on for about an hour until they both climax. Wow. I used to think phone and video sex was so cheesy and pointless. Oh uh, yeah? But that... Literally took my breath away. Yeah, that was awesome. The following morning, Maya goes into the kitchen to make herself some breakfast and finds Priscilla in there doing the same. Morning, Pris. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with you? And why are you looking at me like that? 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Tile coming. Oh my I'm god. <laughs> yeah. Oh your god, I get. I got it the first hundred times she said it. I forgot how thin these walls are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. So So what? Spill it, Jig. <sighs> Fine. Well Maya confides in Priscilla and tells her all about her talk with Tyrell where things currently stand and, of course, the FaceTime sex experience. Over the next few months, Maya and Tyrell are in constant contact, talking and FaceTiming several times a day, sometimes not even saying anything, but just being on the phone just to be in each other's company. Hey, baby. Hey, boo. How was your day? It was great. How was yours? In the midst of their endless FaceTime and phone conversations, they had indirectly met most of each other's friends. So I was thinking about trading in my car for the new Dodge Challenger. What does that look like? I'll send you a pic. Hi, Tyrell. Hey, Priscilla. How's my tie doing? Oh, I told you to stop calling us that. Why? It's cute. Don't you think it's cute, Ty? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> they synced up their routines to accommodate for the time difference, and they were always aware of where each other was and what the other was doing. So much that sometimes Tyrell's friends would call or text Maya in the UK to find out where Tyrell was, even though they lived in the same city. Hey, Maya. Hey, Wade. You know where Ty at? He's helping his mum install her new TV. He said he'll meet you and Kyle at the gun range. They get to talking about kids, family values, marriage, living in the same house with a big yard in America, and Maya dares to dream about what could be. So, how many kids do you want? I want a whole bunch. <laughs> Where are you going to put them all? Girl, I'm from Texas, babe. My crib got five bedrooms, three bathrooms, a big yard that works. <laughs> Is that right? So do you say me and you going to get married and have a whole bunch of kids? Uh, you seem to have missed a step. How can I be your wife if I'm not even your girl? You right. So will you? Will I what? Be my girl. Are you sure you want a wife down someone who lives so far away? someone you've never physically met. All I know is I've never connected with someone on so many levels as I've connected with you. There's not a doubt in my mind about making this official, and trust me, you are more than worth the distance. Wow. I don't know what to say. Shoot, say you'll be my lady. I'd love to. Are you serious? Yo, I'm so happy right now. All right, so I'm online right now. I gotta see you. Uh, yeah, it's about time. They make plans to meet in New York, as it's a similar flight time for both parties, and they get to meet on neutral ground. After Maya completed her booking, she immediately jumped onto the group and texted her friends to let them know about the new developments in her relationship. to New York next weekend. Are you serious? Hey, hey, hey. Wait, what are you doing in New York? I'm going to see my man. Man? man. <laughs> when did that happen? About 10 minutes ago. Oh, wow. Maya has a man she's never seen before. Maya has a man she has never hugged or kissed before. Maya has a man she's never... Well, actually... Shut up, Pris. Look, apart from physically meeting him, Tyrell and me are as complete as any couple. We have a lot in common. Great conversation, banter, intimacy. Mm -hmm. Shut up, Priscilla. Anyway, we know each other's secrets. We've discussed the future. Actually, that's what's led us to finally getting together. 
Ultimately, we want the same things out of life and we want them together. Maya, I'm really happy for you, but don't you think you're too invested in something that is, well, virtual? Simone is right. I mean, he sounds great, but I don't want you to be disappointed and hurt if he doesn't live up to the fantasy you've built in your head. You two are unbelievable. You were the same ones hounding her about getting out there, meeting someone, being open to internet dating, and now she's doing all those things. You are knocking it because he's not physically here for you two to pick up on. I understand and appreciate your concern, but I'm fine, honestly. Yes, I have feelings for him, and yes, I'll be upset if he turns out to be less than I expected, but that's one of the main purposes of this trip, for me to begin the process of finding all this out before I get into deep. The only person that's going to be getting in deep is Tyrell. Deep in your belly. Oh, my God. <laughs> the trip quickly rolls around. Amira's on the plane overwhelmed by a host of different emotions. Excitement, nervousness, impatience. She can't wait to see Tyrell. And she texts him a message to that effect. I'm so excited to see you. I can't wait. <laughs> they had agreed that Maya would book a hotel and that he would stay with his cousin who lives in the city so as not to put too much pressure on the night, but both with the understanding that spending the night together was definitely on the cards. Maya lands in New York, makes her way to a hotel, and gets settled in. Soon after, she receives a text from Tyrell. Sorry, baby, my flight just got cancelled because of the storm, so I'm not going to be able to make it over to New York until tomorrow. What? No! No, it sucks. Maya has a look online to verify Tyrell's story, and she cannot believe her luck. And there it was on the screen. All flights from Texas, cancelled. I can't believe this, but at least you're safe. I'd rather be in your arms right now, but I'll take safe. They spend most of the evening talking on the phone, and the following afternoon, Tyrell was finally able to make his way over to New York. He heads to his cousin's house and sends Maya the reservation details for the restaurant he had booked. Later that evening, Maya gets in a New York yellow cab to the restaurant to meet Tyrell, and she's excited, bursting with anticipation as she adjusts her makeup. As the cab draws closer to the restaurant in the center of town, the traffic begins to get heavy and the driver instructs Maya on the route to walk in order to make a reservation on time. She walks a few minutes and then realizes she had forgotten her phone in the cab in the midst of all excitement. Oh no, 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 no! This cannot be happening! Maya traces back her steps and begins to hunt down her cab in the midst of a sea of yellow cabs stuck in traffic. She does this for about 15 minutes until she eventually gets lost. At this point, Maya is frantic. She has no phone, she doesn't know Tyrell's number off by heart, and cannot remember the name of the restaurant. Tyrell, on the other hand, is calling and texting Maya to no avail. Hi, this is Maya. Sorry I can't get to the phone right now. <sighs> hey Maya, where are you? Maya, I'm starting to get worried now. Maya, please tell me you're not playing games. Maya makes her way to a few local cab depots, and eventually to the police station but unfortunately, no one had handed anything in. After an hour of waiting at the restaurant and being unable to contact Maya, Tyrell makes his way over to Maya's hotel to look for her. As is hotel's policy, they are unable to give him her room number, and repeated calls up to her room go unanswered. Eventually, Tyrell leaves, but had he waited another five minutes, he would have met Maya returning from her whirlwind of a night. They'd just missed each other, and the next day, both parties make their way back home. As soon as Maya gets home, she immediately jumps on her laptop and video calls Tyrell. Yo, Maya, you stood me up. What's up with that? 
I'm so, so sorry. It was an accident. I don't understand. Maya begins to detail the course of events of the night and is extremely upset and apologetic. I'm sorry, I really am. It's okay, baby. Shit happens. I guess we'll have to try again in the near future. But I was really looking forward to seeing you, though. I know. Me too. But don't worry, it'll happen. I don't know when, because I'm about to get started on a big project to work, so I'm going to be slammed. But we'll make something work. I hope so. Maya opens up to her girls about what happened. Sorry, babe. That's a shame. Oh, it was just a waste of time and money. Never mind. I'm sure you'll get to see him soon. Even though they're supportive, she can sense the judgement in their tone. That is until Priscilla lightens the mood. Look, I've been to New York. If anything, you can take it as a self-esteem booster. Self-esteem booster? Hell yeah! New York is the cat's call capital of the world. Yo, 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 God bless you, mama. Yo, dead ass, you looking fire, ma. Have a nice day, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Look, girl, why don't you come over to mine for dinner on Friday night? I'll make us some of my infamous rum punch. Oh, sounds like a plan. Come Friday, Maya turns up at Simone's house for dinner. Hey, babe. Hey. Come in, let me get your coat. Thanks, girl. Maya walks into the living room to find Simone's boyfriend with another guy she'd never met before. Maya, obviously you know Dean. And this is Dean's single friend, James. James, this is my good friend, Maya. Hi, Maya. Nice to meet you. Hi, James. Simone, can I speak to you in the kitchen, please? Maya and Simone excuse themselves to the kitchen. What the hell do you think you're playing at? What? I didn't want to feel like a third wheel, so I asked Dean to invite James over. You must think I'm some sort of idiot. This is blatantly a setup. So what if it is? Uh, I've got a man. What? Some make-believe man on the other side of the Atlantic that you've never seen before versus a good-looking and successful man physically sitting in my living room right now. I can't believe you, Simone. What? Don't want me. You're the one that encouraged me to do this internet dating thing in the first place. Yeah, but no one asked you to fall in love with someone halfway around the world. Why are you so invested in my love life anyway? Can't you just focus on your own? Look, let's just have a nice evening. If you don't ever want to see James again, you don't have to. Fine. What's for dinner anyway? Catfish. Cat... (laughs) Very funny. Maya reluctantly returns to the living room to join Dean and James and continue with the evening. Her demeanour was initially very cold and standoffish, but somewhere between the alcohol and James's charm, she warmed up to the occasion. Maya found James attractive, intelligent and very funny. She even admitted to herself that in a different place and a different time, she would be willing to explore the possibilities of a relationship with James. But she was taken and determined to stay loyal. Sim, Dean, thanks for a lovely evening, but... It's getting late, so I'm going to make a move. You, you said you live in Stratford, right? Yeah. So how are you getting home? I'm just going to get a cab. Nonsense. Let me take you home. Sorry, I meant let me drop you home. No, it's fine, really. I don't want you going out of your way. Look, I live in Leighton, so from here, you couldn't be more on my way if you tried. If you don't mind. Look, it will be my pleasure. James and Maya say their goodbyes and make their way to James's car, leaving Simone and Dean feeling very content with themselves about their possible matchup. Thanks for the lift. Don't mention it. Happy to do it. Now, uh, if it was the Maya that was initially introduced to me, she would have to walk home. But this Maya, <laughs> this Maya I like. I'm so sorry. You must have thought I was a right bitch. Thought you had no idea I was going to be there, did you? 
Was it that obvious? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anyone that unhappy to see me. I felt like a bailiff or some traffic warden or something. <laughs> it's not your fault. Look, it's Dean's fault and we'll definitely be having words. Got me out here looking like some wild creep, some wasteland. <laughs> no, not even. You're a nice guy and that became apparent very quickly. It's funny you say that because blind dates are generally a no-no for me. But after Dean told me about you and showed me a picture, I had to reconsider. Maya blushes and gets all shy. Mm. I'm flattered. Thank you. It was a very pleasant car ride home, filled with laughs and good conversation. Maya really enjoys James's company. Eventually, they pull up to Maya's block. So, this is me. Thanks again for the lift home. <laughs> no problem. So, Maya, do you think we can meet up again when you're not under duress? <laughs> you're so funny. No, but seriously, I like you and I would love to see you again. I don't think that's a good idea. I've got a boyfriend. Oh, wow. I I'm sorry. I didn't mean to violate. It's, it's just that Dean said you were single. It's complicated. Do you tell? Well... As Maya begins to explain the complexities of her relationship, she feels a bit silly hearing herself say it out loud. So, let me get this straight. You have a boyfriend. Yes. But he lives in America. Yes. And you've never seen him before. Well, when you say it like that, it sounds silly, I know. But believe me, it's a real thing. Uh, I'm not judging you. I'm just trying to make sense of it all. It sounds like the sort of thing people do when they want a green card or when they have limited options, none of which I think applies to you. Like I said, it's complicated. Well, I think you should give me your number and see if we can simplify things. That was smooth. Real smooth. But no. We can be friends, though. <laughs> wow, wow. So what? I went from creep to nice guy to the friend zone all in the space of five hours. <laughs> it's not even like that. Look, I'd definitely take your number, but we're not friends. We're untitled. Who needs labels anyway? <laughs> Deal. They exchange numbers. I do enjoy talking to you. Hey, I reckon there's a lot of things <laughs> you'd enjoy doing with me. Oh, yeah? Like what? James leans in and gives Maya a very passionate kiss on the cheek. Maya cracks a little smile. There you go. You play too much. Hey, technically me and you have a closer physical connection than you and your boyfriend. How do you figure? He's never kissed you before, even if it is on your cheek. That's a bit of a reach. Oh, yeah, well, how about this? James leans in again and kisses her cheek. He reads the temperature and slowly moves down to her neck. Maya closes her eyes and begins to breathe a little deeper. But then, the phone rings and it's Tyrell. Saved by the bell. I have to go. Call me? You already know. On exit in the car, Maya picks up the phone to Tyrell. Hey, babe. Hey, baby. How you doing? I'm good. You? Yeah, I'm straight. How was your night? Maya was in two minds about whether or not she should tell Tyrell about James. But in the end, she opts to omit that detail. It was cool. 
you know, same old, same old food, drinks, conversation. Yeah, you do sound pretty lit. How much did you have to drink? Enough. <laughs> I know what that means. So how did you get home? Maya was again in two minds. But this time, if she didn't tell Tyrell about James, it would be a lie. So she told the truth. One of Dean's friends dropped me. Simone's boyfriend, Dean? Yeah. How come? He was over there chilling with Dean, and my place was on the way home, so it was just convenient. Tyrell felt uneasy, but didn't want to come across insecure or controlling, so he didn't question her any further. Over the next few weeks, James and Maya had been texting here and there, with Maya taking quite a shine to James. This led to her getting more and more impatient with Tyrell. And one evening, on the video chat, Look, Tyrell, I'm trying to be patient and understanding, but I miss you and I want to see you. If that's even a thing, because I don't know if you can miss someone you've never seen before. Maya, I know how you feel and believe me, I miss you too. But this project is whooping my ass. <sighs> I've been working six, sometimes seven days a week since New York. Sometimes I even miss Sunday dinner with my folks and you know how sacred Sunday dinner is. I know, I know. I'm happy for you to fly out here. Hell, I'll even pay for it. But you'd be cooped up in the house all day. I'd be home late, dog-tired, shower, sleep, and then out early again. Our first meeting up has got to be more special than that. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's just frustrating. Just then, a picture message comes in from James. It's a meme of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle with the caption, This could be us, but you're playing. Maya cracks a smile. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, just a friend. Okay. I know all your friends, so what friend? James. Let me guess. James is Dean's friend that dropped you home a few weeks ago. Yeah, how... <laughs> so you two friends now, huh? Well, kinda. He's a cool guy. Yeah, well, I don't like this dude, James. What? You heard me. I don't like him, and I don't trust him. But I told him all about you. I ain't say I don't trust you. I said I didn't trust him. And I... Never mind. No. Say what you're gonna say. Look, I'm just saying, the moment you mentioned this guy gave you a ride home, I felt uneasy about him. So would you want me to stop talking to him? You do what you want to do. I don't want to be that controlling guy telling you where you can and can't go, what you can and can't do, or who you can and can't speak to. It's not controlling. It's just setting boundaries. And I think it's something you wouldn't have a problem doing if you were saying it to my face. But I'm not in your face, man. Anyway... I'd sooner break up with you than get involved with someone else behind your back. That's what I'm afraid of. Your father, your brother, and your sister too. Be the good, be the bad. Be the counselor that you run to. Behind the scenes, Simone had been championing James, Tamaya, and the rest of the girls. I don't know why you're here having drinks with us when you could be having drinks with James. He told me how you keep blowing him off. That's because she only likes to drink Mai Tais. <laughs> I told you, I don't like that silly name. Mai Tai. Maya and Tyrell, duh. Yeah, I'm with Maya, it's silly. Whatever. What do you guys know? He likes me, so going for drinks would be like a date. And with a bit such a bad thing, 
I mean, he is one fine tall glass of chocolate. Yes, he is. Which is why me meeting up with him and getting all liquored up would not be a good idea. Look, I'm happy for you and Tyrell, but considering the complexity of your situation, it couldn't hurt to keep your options open. I know, but I don't want to lead him on. How? You made it clear you just want to be friends. Yeah, but he's a very smooth operator. And I know, given half a chance, he'll try to David Blaine the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just don't let anyone pressure you into doing anything you don't want. Be it James, Little Miss Do It My Way over there. Hey! Or Tyrell, just do what makes you happy. Between Tyrell being so busy and Maya being distracted by James, Tyrell and Maya slowly start to drift apart. They go from several calls and texts and video calls a day to barely a text a day and sometimes going a few days without actually speaking. Their relationship was slightly vulnerable and James took full advantage. So, so when are we going to meet up? Why do we need to meet up? You know, to catch up and, and stuff. Yeah, but we can catch up on the phone. It's not the same. How about this? Let's do lunch, it's laid back. The setting is non-date-like and I'll even let you pay half of the bill. <laughs> I don't think so, you cheapskate. You asked me, so you're paying. So you'd have lunch with me then? As friends, yes. We can go on Friday. Cool, it's a date. It's not a date. At their lunch date. So, this is nice. It's lovely. Makes me wonder how many girls you've tried to serenade here. Look, I'm flattered you care. I really don't. I was just saying. Myra and James converse further over food. And two bottles of wine later, they are both feeling very merry. I really like you. James, we've been through this. I've got a boyfriend. So does that mean that you don't want to come with me to the Rachel Kerr album launch party tomorrow? Shut up, I love her. I know, Simone told me. How did you get an invite to that? Well, simply Andy's my boy and he's hosting the show. Oh, wow. So you coming or no? No strings attached. Maya ponders James's offer. I might even be able to get you a meet and greet. Fine, I'll come. Thank you. Maya's at the album launch party and she's having a great time. She's got to meet Rachel Kerr, rub shoulders with a few other artists that she'd admired who were in attendance. But unknown to her, as all the attendees have had to hand over their phones, Tyrell had been trying to call her all night. He begins to get worried, so he calls Priscilla. Hey, Priscilla. Hi, Tyrell. How you doing? I'm good, you? I'm good, I'm good. You seen Maya? She's out at some album launch party. Okay. It's just that I've been trying to call her for the past couple of hours, and she's not answering her phone. It's not like her. Maybe she can't hear it because of the noise of the party. Maybe. Who'd she go with? There's an awkward pause. Then Priscilla says, Not too sure, you know. She's with James, ain't she? I don't know. You'd have to ask Maya yourself when you speak to her. Level with me, Priscilla. Have I lost her to this guy? Not yet. But if I'm being honest with you, you will if you don't take care. And it probably doesn't help that the other two really like him. Oh, man. What about you? I'm team my tag. <laughs> Thank God. I'm not going to lose my girl, but Priscilla, I'm going to really need your help. Don't worry, man. I've got you. 
At the end of the night, Maya gets her phone back to a barrage of texts and missed calls from Tyrell. She feels a little guilty and waits until she gets home to call him back. When she does, the mood is so serious and formal on both ends. Hello, Maya. Hello, Tyrell. I've been trying to reach you. I'm sorry, I went to an album launch party and they make you hand your phone in. I see. Have fun? Yeah, it was great. I got to see my favourite singer live. That's nice. So who'd you go with? Silence. You went with James, didn't you? Yeah. You like him, don't you? I mean, he's a nice guy, but... I see he's gone from being a cool guy to a nice guy. You've been busy, Tyrell, and I understand, but in that time, yes, I've been talking to James, and yes, we've met up a couple of times, but just as friends. If you really believed that, you would have told me beforehand and not after the fact. Silence. Have you slept with him? No! How could you ask me that? Look, he's physically there and I'm not. You're doing things out of character. You can't blame me for asking. Yes, he's physically here. Not just a voice over the phone or on the screen. So, yes, it feels more real, but I do still have my integrity. Listen, I'm not mad at you. To be honest, I don't blame you. But I'm not a fool and I see where this is headed. And I just want to let you know that what we have is real. I'm going to fight for us. The following night, there was a knock at Maya's door. It was a food delivery for Maya. I didn't order this. The delivery driver shrugs and hands Maya the food. She takes it to the kitchen, opens it up, and it's southern soul food. Fried chicken, cornbread, candied yams, shrimp, collard greens, and sweet potato pie. Just then, she gets a video call from Tyrell. She picks up, and to her surprise, she could see his whole family. His mum, his dad, his brother, his sister, and of course, him. Hey, baby. Maya was overwhelmed. Tyrell's laptop had been placed at the head of the dining table, and his whole family was seated for Sunday dinner with the exact same meal that had been delivered to her. Maya, I want you to meet my family. Hi, baby. Nice to meet you, Maya. Hello, everyone. Nice to meet you. You know Sunday dinner is a big deal for my family. <laughs> yes, I know. You've told me. Well, I want you to be a part of it. This is just how serious I am about us. I don't know what to say. I know sometimes it's hard to tell if all my feelings are real because you haven't seen me. But here I am, in front of everyone I love, saying I'm your man and I'm crazy about you. I'm crazy about you too. And I'm going to see you real soon. You got my word on that. I believe you. They all have a very unconventional dinner together with Tyrell's family having taken a real liking to Maya. And they make her feel very comfortable. The following morning, on the group chat, Myra is spilling all the beans. The food was so nice. I'm telling you guys, the whole thing was just amazing. I know it was nice. I raided the fridge this morning. <laughs> You're such a scavenger. That was really sweet of him, and he's clearly not going down without a fight. Yeah, 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 whatever. I'm still Team James, and some of us have work to do. Can you stop buzzing off my desk? The one chick that can't multitask. Oh my God, I just got a bouquet of flowers delivered to my work from Tyrell. Me too. She's still Team James. <laughs> <laughs> what does yours say? 
I know you're skeptical, but I really do care about Maya, and I'm as real as the bouquet of flowers you're holding. I know she really values your opinions. I would love your blessing. Please accept this gesture as a way of me reaching out. Mine too. How did he know where we worked? You're welcome. So you're his inside man. Team Mai Tai, baby. <laughs> Tyra wraps up his project and in the process lands himself a big promotion and some time off. Clear your calendar, baby, because I just booked my flight and I'm headed to London on Friday. Oh my God, oh my God. I can't wait to see you. I booked a hotel for my stay and I've also booked a table for five at Ikoyu London on Saturday night for me to meet your girls. Wow, this is so exciting. Send me your flight details. I'll meet you at the airport. On Friday, Maya makes her way to the airport. His flight is the last of the day, and she's waiting patiently at the rivals. One by one, she sees all the passengers come out, welcomed by their family and friends. They come out in droves, and an hour later, in trickles, until no one else comes through. She asks one of the staff if there are any passengers left and gets a negative response. Maya's heart sinks, and she begins to cry as she walks away. Maya! Maya! Maya turns round, and on seeing Tyrell, her eyes light up, and she runs into his arms, and they share a very long, passionate kiss. What happened? What took you so long to get out? It's all my fault. I travel with the same bag I take to the gun range and I got stopped at customs because the dog sniffed gun residue on my bags. You're from Texas. What do they expect? Anyway, I got pulled in for questioning and I had to get my bag searched. I'm sorry about that, baby. You ain't got to be sorry. You know how happy I am to see you right now? Spin around, let me get a good look at you. <laughs> the drive to Tyrell's hotel was filled with laughter and stares as they both tried to take in the full experience of being in each other's presence. Finally, they get to the room, and Maya helps Tyrell get unpacked. Then things get awkward, and Maya gets very coy as the expectation to consummate the relationship overwhelms her. You okay? I'm sorry. I'm just so nervous. This does feel a little weird. I don't know why, though. I've waited for this moment for so long. Well, it's like that sometimes. And you gotta remember, it's the first time you touched me, the first time you smelt me. So even though it's familiar, it still feels a little new. I guess you're right. I got an idea. You sit on the bed and I'm going to the bathroom. Tyrell goes to the bathroom and gets undressed and video calls Maya. Hey, baby. What are you doing? <laughs> Making it familiar. Oh, I see. Tyrell and Maya go through their usual ritual when they have video sex. And before you know it, Maya hangs up the phone, bursts into the bathroom and jumps on Tyrell. They go at it hot and heavy for hours. The built-up suspense and anticipation fueled a night of intense sex. That was more than I could have dreamed or ever asked for. Mm. And you feel and smell so good. I don't ever want to let go. You smell good too. And your body is amazing. <laughs> Stop it. You're going to give a brother a big head. They spend the rest of the night and the following day in each other's arms, as if it was the last time they were ever going to see each other. But then, Saturday evening rolls around, and it's time for them to get ready for dinner with the girls. At dinner. So how's your flight, Terrell? It was good. A little longer than I'm used to, but uh, it was good. Has Maya taken you on a tour of our beautiful city yet? Girl, please. As if them two have even left the hotel room yet. 
Priscilla. Priscilla? What? Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> no comment. The only things Tara has seen is the airport, the car, the hotel, and the room service menu. Please excuse our friend. She has no filter. Oh, I know. Of course you do. Thanks for the flowers, by the way. I was the talk of the office. Yes, thank you. They were beautiful. And Dean was a little jealous too. So it's a win-win. Tyrell works the room well, as far as the girls are concerned, leaving them with a very good, very real impression of himself. Your girls are really cool. A real mixed bag, but cool. <laughs> yeah, they're a crazy bunch, but I love them. So, did I make a good impression? Absolutely. I think they now see what I saw all along. You're amazing, baby. Gosh, shucks, you got a brother feeling itself. Maya goes to the bathroom to wash off her makeup, brush her teeth, and get ready for bed when her phone starts ringing. Hey, babe, your phone's ringing. Who is it? It's James. <coughs> Let it ring out. I'll call him tomorrow. Don't you think it's a little late for him to be calling you? I suppose so. You know what, Maya? You were right. I do feel different. Tyrell goes to confront Maya in the bathroom. I don't want you talking to James anymore. He clearly doesn't respect or acknowledge our relationship. I won't lose you two, because seeing you has only confirmed what I knew a while ago. And what's that? I love you, Maya. And I knew I loved you before we met. Oh, wow. That's fine. I'm not expecting you to say it back. I love you too, Tyrell. Oh, word? Yeah. They share an embrace in another night of passion. Maya showed Tyrell all the sights and introduced him to her family. They were both on cloud nine until he left. But even then, the trip had breathed a new lease of life into their relationship. Maya cut James off just as Tyrell had asked. And with Tyrell's new promotion, he could afford for them to meet up at least once a month. Well, not just in London or Texas. They holidayed in numerous destinations around the world. And on one particular trip, Maya and Tyrell are having yet another conversation about their future. I thought we talked about this. We agreed you'd move to Texas. But why do I have to move? I hate bringing money into our relationship, but the cost of living is low over here, even though the standard of living is higher. But what about all the people I'd leave behind? Again, I hate to bring it back to finance, but I got a great job over here, so we can afford for you to go and visit on a regular. I suppose so. Don't give me that look, Maya. Look, I love you, and I will be with you anywhere. If you would be happy being with me in a cardboard box in London, then I'm happy to do that. I love you too, and I hope we figure this out, because this is not sustainable. What is it they say? Love always finds a way. As the months go by, and the constant back and forth begins to take its toll on the relationship. 
Maya vents to her girls at Simone's barbecue party. Oh my God, Maya, James hasn't taken his eyes off you since we've been here. I know, it's a little awk seeing him here, but I suppose he's one of Dean's good friends, so it's to be expected. You really made quite an impression on him. It's been six months and he won't stop asking about you and about how your relationship's going. Tell Mr. Steele your girl to fall back here because he's no Trey Songs and things are just <laughs> peachy over here. Yeah? Thanks. <laughs> well, at least he's respecting my wishes not to contact me. Yeah, he's a gent. Something nice to have in your back pocket, if needed. I love Tyrell, but unless he moves here or she's moved there, how long can this go on for? Damn. Either way, I'm homeless. I'm glad you're putting my feelings first, babe. Mwah. Have you guys discussed this? Settling down, having a family, and the dynamics of it all? Yeah, we've talked about it, and him moving here isn't a possibility right now, because he just got a big promotion with his company, and things are going great for him over there. So you're going to move over there then? I don't know about all that. That means leaving you guys, and leaving my family. So what then? We're not going to force the issue. We're just going to see how it plays out. Hmm. I'll be praying for you, girl. So, either of you two got a spare room or... I'll be praying for you too. <laughs> I'm going to go get another drink. I'll be back in a minute. As Maya makes her way to the kitchen, she bumps into James. Hey, Maya. Hi, James. Long time no see. I know, I know. Still stunning, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How are you? I'm good. And, and how are you? I'm well. And your boyfriend? Things still going good with you guys? Even though the relationship was strained, Maya puts on a good front. Things are great. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. Uh, though I must admit, my intentions for asking weren't pure. Oh my gosh, you're something else, James. I'm sorry, but I, I can't help but think what could have been if I had met you just a few months earlier. This is a thought that Maya had toyed with on occasion, and she had often thought of how much easier a life with James would have been. But she maintains her composure and lets James down easy. I guess we'll never know. I guess, not unless you believe in fairy tales. Bye, James. Later on that night on the phone to Tyrell. So, I've booked your flight over next month. Okay, thanks, babe. And I've got you an interview with the top IT firm in Texas. Wait, you what? I thought I'd be proactive and let you see what's available. I didn't say I was moving there now. And you don't have to. But I thought it would be good for the experience. I'm, I'm not prepared. I don't know what the role is or nothing. I'll send you all the details. Tyrell sends Maya over the details and she is astonished at the pay and the benefits package. Eventually, the interview rolls around and Maya performs amazing. She is offered the job, but she declined. They came back with an improved offer and Tyrell tries to talk Maya into accepting. I thought you said I don't have to make the move right now. And the interview was just for the experience. It was just for the experience. So why are you pressuring me into taking it? Because it's a really good opportunity. And let's be honest, this long distance thing, we're in a bit thin. You're right, the constant travelling back and forth is getting a bit long, but I'm not ready to move out here yet. This is what we've been dreaming about, Maya. The opportunity's presented itself. Try it out, even if it's only for six months. 
And if you don't like it, we'll think of something else. I haven't given work notice. I don't have a work visa. I still have five months on my tenancy. How's it going to work? Just be straight with them. If it's meant to be, they'll be accommodating. We can have it all, Maya. We can live the dream. Will the company accept Maya's terms, allowing her to move over to Texas to be with Tyrell? Or will they decline, spelling the end for Maya and Tyrell, with the possibility of a new relationship with James? Who knows? This is Bedtime Stories. Thank you for listening. Look out for the next story in the Bedtime Story series, entitled African Queen. Once again, I'd like to give a big shout out to Touchmark Studios where this episode was recorded. And don't forget to follow us on all our socials at BS by AKD on everything. Tell a friend to tell a friend, and we'll see you next time. Peace.